Well, good morning, everybody. Are you excited? Fantastic, excellent. I'm glad you are because I'm excited too. It's great to be here. And I really just want to be able to share with you this morning some of the thoughts and meditations I've had over the last year about where we might be heading in the future. But before we get there, how about we pray together? Lord, be with us now. Be with us in this place that we may hear your word, that we may understand your word for us personally, but we may understand your word for us as a church. For you never leave your people. You are always with them, guiding them and leading them. So Lord, today may your Holy Spirit be upon us and guiding us and guiding my thoughts and my meditations today. Amen. Now we're in the last week within our series on establishing a community of believers. We've gone from Easter all the way through up until this point. We've looked at how Jesus interacted with the disciples after his resurrection how he interacted with the believers, how he commissioned the early church to to really become that community of believers. And we've been looking at some of the key aspects of what it means to be the church, what it means to be a community of believers. And this is where we're going to finish our series today, by looking at one of the aspects of what it means to be a community of believers. And it's actually one of those words that the Uniting Church uses quite often and kind of calls us to be. We're meant to be a fellowship of reconciliation. And you might wonder, what does that actually mean? Well, I'm going to unpack it a little bit for you today. But I want to ask you this question before we get there. Now, we've been looking at how we've been establishing, how the early church has been established as a community of believers. So I want to ask you this question. Are we a community of believers? Good. Are you positive? Good. Are you excited to be a community of believers? Fantastic. Because that is one of the most important aspects about being a community of believers because you want to actually be excited that you're a part of this community, that you're part of the plan that God has for the world and that God has for this place and for you as an individual. The question I want to ask is, do we actually proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour? Fantastic. Because that is actually the basis. Yes, we do. We proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. That's who we are. That's what we do. So we're meant to be, as New Beginnings Uniting Church, this is our mission statement. And it's been here for quite some time. And I hope you know what it is. It's to lead people to become fully devoted disciples of Jesus Christ. That's to proclaim Jesus Christ, isn't it? That's to become a community of believers. That's to go and proclaim the reconciliation of God to around the world. 
And we have four words to help us understand what this is. Bigger, deeper, higher and wider. Bigger being that we, we actually want to go and, and, and tell people about Jesus Christ. We actually want people to come to faith. It's expanding the kingdom of God. Deeper is we actually want people to learn about Christ's saving love in their life, about to become deeper in their understanding of faith for themselves. We want to actually become higher, which is to worship together, to, to actually lift up in worship and express the glory that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Saviour in, in song, in worship, in prayer, in fellowship together. And, and why did we actually, not just doing things for the sake of ourselves, but doing things for the sake of those in need around us, to express the love of God to those around us. This is what we've been working through and being a part of as new beginnings for many years now. But before I go too far, I want to, I, I want to come back to the question. What does it mean to be a fellowship of reconciliation? What does it mean to, to actually be this community of believers that has reconciliation at its heart? Well, we're going to jump into scripture here, and this is we're going to have a reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 through to 21. For Christ's love, here we are. Did I get the right one? Yep. For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all. Therefore, all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer be live for themselves, but for those who died for them and was raised. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. What a wonderful thing. So if we come into, into faith, if we come into belief within Christ, we are a new creation. That's something to be celebrated. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. This is what it means to be a fellowship of believers, is to have this ministry of reconciliation. To actually lead people to become fully devoted disciples of Jesus Christ. To allow people to be this new creation. And what does the reconcil ministry of reconciliation look like? It comes here that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation, that Christ came into the world to save our sins, that we have fallen short of the glory of God and through Christ we can come back into union with God again. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us. 
How powerful is this? We implore you in Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God, because God made him who has no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is what it means to be a fellowship of believers. This is what it means to have this ministry of reconciliation. It means that we are the ambassadors. In other words, it's not the message about us. It's the message about God. It's the message about the reconciliation of Christ who was, had no sin and yet became sin for us so that we may come back into right union with God. This is the message. The thing is, how do we do it? How do we display this message of reconciliation? How do we give it to people? How do we display it within our life of our church? And this is where different churches, different denominations, all just kind of massage it slightly differently. They have a message of Christ crucified for you, say, that you may be saved in your sins. But we all do it differently and this is where I want to come to today. What is it? What is our vision for moving into the year ahead? What is the vision that we as New Beginnings Uniting Church has for where we are going? Now I want to say we want to keep the things that we are doing already. I don't want to spend too much time on, on some of the stuff that we're already doing. I want to talk about some of the new things. Some of the things that we've been putting into plan and starting to work on and getting to fruition right now. Now when we first put on our worship pastor, which is Caleb, I hope you all know that Caleb's our worship pastor, we put him on part-time. Now we've been able to, through some, some hard work over the years, we've been able to get it to the point now that this position is now a full-time position. And the new position is actually worship pastor, youth pastor. So it's actually got two aspects to it. And both of these aspects are incredibly important for us as New Beginnings Uniting Church. Because through worship, we come together as a fellowship of believers and we start creating a new place for us. We come and we lift each other up in spirit. We come and we worship God in a way that is meaningful. We also realise that we need to be working towards the younger generations. We need to be looking at what that actually means to be able to making sure that those who are younger may become fully devoted disciples of Jesus Christ. It's just about spiritual development. It's about filling that out. It's about making sure that happens within people's lives. And this is where I want to talk to first. We are part of the George's River Presbytery within Sydney. And part of what this presbytery has been doing, and so that's out the bigger body that um, looks after a number of the churches around the area. Part of what this presbytery has been doing is been talking about how we can no longer stay together in little silos as a church. We can't be these small churches looking at just what we do, but we need to be 
working together. So one of the things that we have started doing as a ministry team and working towards is starting to develop a regional youth ministry youth group. Now, we're in preliminary conversations because it's, it's working with other churches. We've had some start discussions with some key people within a number of churches. But we're about to this week, because I wanted to tell everybody here first where we're going before we started going even bigger than that. But I wanted to say what we're about to do this week is we're about to invite all of our local uniting churches around us to become a part of, to become members in this regional youth ministry youth group. We're willing to put in time and energy and effort to make it happen. And a number of the places, a number of the other churches are going, this is exciting. And this starts to fulfill what the presbytery wants us to be doing. To actually thinking beyond ourselves, to think that we are bigger than ourselves, that we work together, that we do this for the benefit of the kingdom of God. And that's what we're doing. So we're, we're looking at how we can establish this regional youth ministry, youth group. Now you may find that in the next coming months, there may be special worship services being held here, specifically just for youth, where we're drawing in other, other churches around the area. And this is amazing because this is something that we haven't had for a long time. But it's an area we really want to be stepping into and, and starting to move towards. As we've been talking about this youth ministry, we also need to start thinking that as a church, we need to have a significance that is beyond just this little bit. And as I said, the Presbytery has been saying, how can our churches work together? So we talk this in a language of regional significance. So instead of going, we're a local church and we look after just this little section around Cronulla and Bundina, and that's all we ever do, but you realise we draw people from far wider than that. People come to new beginnings from further afield than that. So why don't we start thinking, instead of this little notion, about bigger? Why don't we start thinking about how do we create a church that has regional significance? And one of those important steps is that we're going to... We've been invited to have conversations with Shire Gateway, that is Sylvania Uniting Church. It's preliminary stages... It's exciting possibilities about where the future ministry may go. But that's not the only church that we want to talk to in the coming year. They have conversations about how can we do ministry together? How can we become regionally significant in what we do? It's important because it's actually saying what we need to do is create churches that can reach to more people. How can we do what we are doing and bring it out to more people so they can hear the message, the reconciliation message that we have, this ministry of reconciliation. How can we hear that? How can those people hear that? It's not about going, well, we want to make the brand necessarily of New Beginnings Uniting Church bigger and better because that's what we want to do. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about having this being heard and being, being significant within the area that people may come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. You, you might all be going, as I am, this is some big steps. This is some scary stuff in front of us. 
But I was reading through and, and, and I heard this wonderful phrase, and I think it rings so true for us, that we are not only meant to survive, but we are meant to live. Think about that. So often, and, and this is where I think the Uniting Church has got itself at the moment, we're in survival mode. How can we make sure that we keep on doing the things that we're doing? How can, we need to move beyond that. We need to move into living and actually going beyond ourselves and actually letting God's spirit work through us for a much bigger vision than what we possibly can imagine. We need to take bold steps into the future. It's so important for us to realise this in difficult times. There will be times when we have to move, when we'll be moving forwards, and times when we've got to take a step back. But when we take a step back, we're going to move ahead again to restock, recalibrate who we are, and to move forward. Because looking beyond ourselves to the future of the church in our area, in our bigger area, is what we need to be doing. If we keep on focusing on just the small, we will never actually make a difference. We'll keep on shrinking and becoming smaller. We cannot be paralysed by fear. Rather, we should be energised by it. If we are afraid of where our church should be going, we should be energised to come out and do more. So we're going to be pushing for a few changes in our church. There are going to be a few new things happening. A few old things and a few new things. One of the new things that we're going to do is we're going to, start be, we're going to be starting running Alpha. Now you might be going, oh, what's Alpha? Alpha is a, is, a, is a, a... I can't remember how many weeks off the top of my head, but it's quite a number of weeks course. Ten weeks. We're actually going to be running it longer because we're not going to be doing the quite the way they do it, um, but we, it's, it's a 10-week course that takes you through the basis of what Christianity is about. Now, they've completely redone all of their, the material for Alpha, and so we're going to be using some of that new stuff. We want to be actually running Alpha ourselves. We may actually be inviting churches around us as well to be, become a part of that. Notice how we're talking about regional significance and going beyond ourselves, but when you look in the area and when you look up, there are not many churches that are running courses for new believers to teach them what is the basis of Christianity. And that is what Alpha is. So we're going to be starting to run this. But in order to do that, we need people to sign up to help. Now today, I actually gave, you, gave out with the, with the um, talk notes, I actually gave you out, you know, I want to help cards as well. Now, one of the biggest things is saying yes, getting excited about something. We were at a meeting during the week and people were saying, how do you get people excited about it, about the ministry that's happening? Well, if you're excited, you need to talk about it. If you're excited about where we're going, you need to put the energy and effort into it. Enthusiasm starts when you become enthusiastic. It becomes contagious and goes out into everybody around you. So if we're enthusiastic about that, if we're willing to get on board and do this, then we need to sign up and help here. 
Some of the things that we can do, sign up and be a part of the process. Sign up to help run the program. Sign up to pray for the people that are there. Sign up to bring a friend. Come along and bring somebody who you know may benefit from those courses. It's an exciting possibility for us. We're also thinking about how we might do a, a, a youth alpha as well, so specifically within that youth ministry area. So that's alpha, something new for us to be doing, something that's going to push us beyond you know, the comforts of what we do every day as a church here. The next thing is, is, as a church, what we want to be able to do is start creating some creative space. And this is a possibility that we may be doing with other churches. And how do we foster creativity so that the message of Jesus Christ may be heard by generations that are not part of the church at the moment? That's what I mean by fostering that creativity, the creative space for us. How do we do it through music? How do we do it through um, video? How do we do it through printed material? How do we do it through painting? How do we do it for, through photography? All these different creative spaces that we have. How do we, you know, in, in poetry, in, in, in craft, all these different things that are possible. How do we use a creative space? How do we create a creative space for people to come and bring their friends so that we may continue to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, the reconciling message of Christ to all of the world. It's important for us to be able to do this. Now, this, is, this may not be the first thing that we're going to look at, but it's going to be one of the things that we're going to do. Alpha is going to be one of the first things that are out there. Youth, youth ministry, Alpha, conversations with, with other churches, they're all up the front, they're all starting, they're all happening. And I want you to sign up and be a part of that. Creative space is going to be something that we're going to start developing through, through, throughout the year. Another thing that we're going to do and going to continue to do, and we've been doing this, and we've been working hard at making sure that this is happening, is that we actually want to expand the message beyond just Sunday. The church is not just about Sunday, is it? Church is about life change in people's lives. But we want people to be able to hear the message of Jesus Christ beyond just the Sunday time. Not everybody that is part of New Beginnings Uniting Church is able to get here every week. So we've been working hard at redeveloping our website, at making sure that the messages each week are now going up as podcasts on iTunes. We want as many people to be able to hear the message that we are saying, that we are bringing, that we think it's important that people hear this, so we're we wanting to leave technology so that new people may hear the word of God. Those who can't always make it here, who are away, who are doing other things, may hear the message of God. We started last week with making sure that our messages are actually recorded on video as well. That's a new part of what we're doing. That's up on the website as well. So all these things mean that the message that we're proclaiming, the message of the reconciliation of Jesus Christ, that ministry of reconciliation, 
may be heard more and more by more people. As we continue to develop and as we continue to do these ministries, we're going to keep on looking at ways that we can be creative and that we can continue to reach more people. Did you know that that our messages each week go out to more than just here? That's, that's the amazing thing. We've got so many people sitting here today, but then we've got a whole range of church out there that listen to what we have and what we are saying throughout the week that aren't part of this church. How can we continue to preach into their lives? It's an important message in the changing dynamics of who we are as a society. So we're going to keep on doing this and we want to encourage other churches around us to be a part of this ministry as well. And this probably brings me to my final point that I want to make today. Which is we're going to be pushing for a music songwriting ministry. And I want to actually say it is a ministry. This is an exciting aspect of who we are as a church. This is an exciting vision of where we might go into the future. So far we've, we've had two new songs and we just sang one just before we started the message. After the message? After the message. I, I'm, I'm thinking we're... we're I'm looking at the whole run sheet and I've got it mixed up. We're singing a new one after the message, one of our new songs. We as a church are going to keep on pushing to write new music. We're going to keep what is our music arrangements that we have, traditional music, traditional style of worship, and we're bringing it into the, the modern world. We're going to be writing new music for who we are as a church, for our experiences, wanting to display our sense of worship. We're going to be releasing these songs out to our wider community. They're going to be going up on the website and we've been recording those songs and getting them down pat. And there'll be new ones being released through the month of July as well. So there's going to be new music, which brings me to the next series that we're doing. And the next series, I'm actually really excited about this. There's a a real sense of anticipation and and we really want to come into that. Our next series that we're going to be doing is is actually called Together in Song. It's a little cheeky kind of uh, title for us because it actually is about when we come to worship you realise half of our worship service is singing, isn't it? Half of our worship service is singing. And as much as, as much as a great message that we give each week, and there are great messages that come out from, from our pulpit each week. The thing that will go and stick in your brain is the songs that we sing. I'd love it if the messages each week stuck in your brain and kept on going each week, but what happens is music sticks with you. And that's why we sing, that's why we worship, we want to lift ourselves up. We want to praise God. 
And so through the month of July, we're going to be looking at different aspects of our music, of looking at some of the theology behind our music, of when we sing certain songs, we're actually proclaiming certain messages. But each week we're going to be bringing a new song to the church. A new one that's been written. And this is going to culminate on the 29th of July. And the fifth Sunday of the month in July is that we're going to release those five songs. I want you to really kind of encourage as many people as you can to come along to that service. That we want to release those five songs and we're going to give them to you. I'm going to hand those songs to you so you've got them as you leave the service. And we're going to put them out for the rest of the world to be a part of as well. This is exciting ministry for us. Exciting areas where we're wanting to head. Because we are wanting to preach the message of reconciliation. We want to be the ambassadors that go out. And the ambassadors are the people that, that know what the message of God is. And they go out into the world and they proclaim that message so that others may hear. We're the ambassadors for God. We want to proclaim the reconciliation, how to get back into God's relationship. To be able to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. So these are some of the areas, the new areas where we're moving this year. I'm excited about it, and I hope you're excited about it too. So as, we, as we're going to take up our offering later, each one of you has been given one of those response cards. Now, if you feel like you want to be a part of one of those things that are there, that I've talked about today, whether it's wanting to be a part of, of Alpha whether it's wanting to, to really get involved in creative space ministry, whether it's you want to be more involved in how we take our message beyond ourselves, beyond the Sunday, whether it's you want to be involved within songwriting ministry or, or whether it's you want to be involved in, in the youth ministry or whether you want to be a part of the conversations on how we can make a regionally significant church within our area, I want you to jot down your name in that response and I want you to put it in the offering when it comes around. And if you don't have a pen on you, there will be a pen at the end of the service, put it in the offering plate back up here at the end of the service as well because I want you to say, this is more than just a message. This is more than just a talk on a Sunday. I want to say, let's come and let's do this. I want to be involved. I want to actually put my hand up and say, yes, I want to make these things happen. So if any of those things have really sparked your imagination, I want you to put your name down and say, this is what I want to be involved in. So write down Alpha, write down Youth Ministry, write down Creative Space, write down Beyond Sunday, write down Worship Ministry, if you want to be involved in those things. And one of us will get back to you. And we'll start getting those ministries happening. So this is exciting times for us. But we need to realise that, as I said, we're not meant to just survive, but we are meant to live. 
And that's what we are planning and wanting to do. We're meant to make our church really live. So let's just pray. Let's just ask a blessing upon us as we go and start thinking about how we can be involved in this ministry. Gracious, loving God, we just ask that you be with us now. You've placed a challenge in front of us today to step up and do new things, step up and do increased numbers of ministries within our church, changing some of what we've done, doing new things. Lord, if you are speaking to the hearts of somebody right now, speaking to them, stir their hearts so that they may say yes to be a part of this new venture that we are going down as a church. May we be more than just Sunday. May we be a church that continues to reach people for Jesus Christ. We don't forget the ministries that we are doing right now, whether it be kids' church, whether it be the community cafe, whether it be life groups. These things we are committed to keep on going. But Lord, you are putting new things in front of us, new possibilities. So please enliven us so that we may do these things to become that that place, that community of believers that brings reconciliation into all of the world, that we may bring people back into relationship with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. Amen.